Hello guys, we're back with uh, a spontaneous version of the Unsanctioned Citizen. We are going to move right into the talk piece of this. So I'm just going to pause this. Okay, we have Blotty with us. Hi Blotty, how's it going? Um, I am opening up the room to a general like call-in and talk about how you feel about the Fauci CDC allied class of people who wanted to sanction everyone in the world who didn't take their vaccine and about their COVID diagnosis. They are now COVID positive. We've got Justin Trudeau, we've got Fauci, and then there's a litter of people who, you know, were online, uh, the, the laptop class, as they say, who, who were getting the disease, you know, and they were openly, flagrantly like, let's sanction everybody who didn't take their vaccine. Um, and then, of course, there's this bad faith extradition of Mr. Julian Assange, which we've argued against. We fought against it preemptively, and, you know, it happened anyway. I don't feel good about it, so I'm gonna just open the phones here to see if anybody else wants to wants to respond. I'm gonna invite all my people. Hey, Blotty, you want to call in? There you go. All right, Blotty, unmute your mic. Fire away, man. Good morning. You know, Shayla, by now I should be active speaker host next to you. You know, by now. <laughs> well, the, you're inviting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so. The whole thing is, I hope you had a great weekend, uh, Shada, but the whole thing with the... Happy Father's uh, Day. You, I mean, are you a dad? I mean, No, no, no. Not even close. I, I wish, but... And uh, I do favor, you know, fathers and mothers, and I love to see them celebrated, even though I see mothers celebrated more than fathers. But the whole thing with the, William, the, the Julian Assange that gets me mm-hmm. is, look, I'm not against what he did. I guess he should have been more classy. He should have been more careful. He came Who's out that? like a straight, Julian Assange, he, he came out straight out as a hacker. He just went out there and he didn't invent things and say, I'm going to put these things out. No, he just went out there, blunt, and boom, here's the information. This is what these countries are doing. And I'm like, okay, but there, there was always some some kind of thing uh, that journalists did. There was some kind of ethics that they were careful before they just blurted things out like that. So I'm not saying that what he did wasn't right. He should have done it. It's good. Uh, I praise him for it. You know, we, we need more people like him and Edward Snowden. And they shouldn't be vilified. They shouldn't be made to be, be seen as the enemy of the state. No, they are the enemy of the state. Good. Uh, we need people to, to come out and, and whistleblow. Well, and I tell, mean, it, the, you, said, you said several things there that are that are kind of problematic from a technical standpoint. Like an mm-hmm. enemy of the state is, is an official term. Like between you and I, we can throw those those labels around and they're meaningless. Meaning, like nothing bad is going to happen. They're non-authoritative towards towards Julian. But you know, to be an enemy of the state, according to the the tenets of the intelligence community, that has real meaning, which means that they can put uh, death hits on him. They can assign a death squad to him. They can. They can mess up his life. They can attack his family. They can, you know, and this goes on and on and on. And the thing is, is that he embarrassed them. That was his real crime. Now, whether or not he obeyed, like, the the U.S. book of, 
of you know press ethics, which is out the window, by the way. The people who who are in the official press, like the AP press, you know, the Washington Post press, the you know New York Times press, the people who are supposed to be like you know trilogy, you know they yeah. they don't even obey their own ethics. So it, you know, and I I pinned down Mike Tracy about this you know weeks ago, and I'm like, okay. Nobody has a good answer as to why there isn't a uniform self-enforced policy among journalists about the ethics and conformance to news, you know, news formatting. Meaning like why aren't we conforming to the principles of traditional journalism and the truth? Now, I would say that he is a sourcing uh, a true sourcing, meaning like he, he just put it out raw. Just like when you get a FOIA document that's unredacted, that's what he did, okay? And what that did was that embarrassed the intelligence state, okay? And, you know, they may have said or claimed that people died. I'm not sure if that's true because the intelligence class thinks that they are above us and they don't need us, yet they should but- rule over us. They have bad decision-making, they don't check in with the American people, and then they just run the credit card whenever they want. By all terms, I think that that is a predatory class of government and that they should be drastically reduced and humbled immediately. And Julian Assange had the capacity to do that as a hacktivist. Now, they went against their own ethics, and I think they were they were undermined. They were poisoned by people in the intelligence community who allied with some of our enemies who were persuading them to, to do wrong within the community. Now, that now the anonymous hacktivist, you know, collective, I can't, no one can speak for them. That's the other thing about anonymous, is like no one can really speak for anonymous, and the one guy who did ended up the PR guy. The one PR guy that went for it ended up in jail. That was Barrett wow. Brown. But he's a punk anyway. Now, you don't and, go to jail in America yeah, for being a punk. punk. You go and go to jail for breaking the law. But he didn't actually go to jail for breaking the law. He went to jail for pissing someone off in the Democratic diaspora. And I'm seeing a, a common thread here is that the Democrats don't really believe in the rule of law, the, uh, the uniform applied rule of law. That's why, you know, people who are essentially black bloc anarchists allied with the narco left, you know, in, in Washington State and Oregon and San Francisco and Mexico and in PRC China, Hong Kong, okay, they can get away with whatever they want. Okay, they don't get criminalized, they don't get tossed in jail. You know, in, in Seattle, there it's like, I guess, open season. You can rape and, and, you know, we'll get to you, maybe. You know, so they, they don't have, like, a really fine, you know, the, the, it's like petty tyranny. It's petty tyranny. Like, you, it's, it's people running things based on their narcissistic view of the planet. Oh, you humiliated me. You made me look bad in front of the cameras and on paper. You know, people won't like me today. And they don't actually, at the end of the day, those people don't actually care what we think. But they pretend to care what we think while they steal from us. They steal our resources and, and try to, you know, what is their aim? 
You know, there's no role for us, but there's a role for us. What is what is it that they actually want? I, I'm trying to figure out what it is that they're they're trying to 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 sway over us because we don't like the intelligence community anymore. They don't they don't really work for us, you know. And when I say go, they should be fired, or they well, should be reformed well, well, or reformatted. Not, you know, everybody's like, that. oh, we can't do that. Go ahead, go ahead, Blotty. Not not only that, Sheila, but I truly believe the the intelligence community because when this was done under Obama's watch by Edward Snowden, also Julian was already around. And then there you had that Chasey Manning. Uh, Chelsea, was, Chelsea Manning. Who's Chelsea, PRC, sorry, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't want to offend you. Chelsea. PRC Manning and, and all that. Why did he just give a, a, a pardon to Chelsea, but didn't give one to Edward Snowden? And why didn't he give one to Julian? You know why? Because at the end of the day, only Chelsea fit the bill, uh, fit the bill of the, of the lefty. On the woke side. You no, know, I'm going to agree with that because I was in that office, the office that was actually, you know, and, and most people cannot say that. I was in the office that was that was advocating for him, and man, and, they were leftists as hell. They, wow. the, there were people who were, you know, they wasted my time. They took up an entire you day with me. Yourself. I yourself. I've usually I've been in yeah. those circles where I don't. Not yeah, I mean, they they, they 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 took up an entire day with me on the auspices that they would hire me, and then yelled at me for being a reactionary tool. I'm wow. like, you didn't have to have me here at all. Mm-hmm. So that's what they oh. do. You know, but like I, they... I, go ahead. But but I, I just want to know, where the fuck is the real press in all this? The so-called press that defends uh, whistleblowers, the so-called press yeah. that defends yeah. those, those, uh, those people let, that let, give Let me tell you, they're on this network. Glenn Greenwald, they threw him out. They threw him out of his own publication, dude. I'm like, this is, this is, wow, wow! I'm sorry, I'm just, it's stunning to me that anyone, The Intercept was like, like, what I think is pinnacle of like, expository or expose journalism. You know, I guess maybe one or two years prior, they had been getting, you know, the Pulitzer Prizes and, you know, the Oscar Awards, the creme de la creme. And is it because they made the intelligence state look amazing in their their comprehensive powers to suppress the American people? Was that what it was about? Because that's what, in hindsight, that's what I'm beginning to think that it was about. You're like, oh, you told the American people that they were owned comprehensively by the government. So, yes, you are now given the ultimate crown. So, you know, that's not okay. That's not okay in any straight because that's not the government we have agree an agreement with. That's not the government we have. We have constitutional rights. The ACLU went, I don't know, maybe we'll just go along with Kami. We'll just go along with Kami for 10 years and take your money. And take Soros' money. You know? And then they didn't do anything. They ran a lot of PR saying this is bad. And then they did nothing. Nothing. Wow. Oh, and but still, they also pushed people to the side who actually had good skills. And, you know, I, I don't know what these people in New York do. You know, they, they waste people's time and try to make them feel like shit for, for, you know, for trying to get involved. But they don't mean it. They're the most insincere dilettantes I've ever met. They will waste your time. They call you up and you're like, oh, well, this and that and this and that, and I'm going to go boating. I don't care. 
You know, like, like, do you actually care about people's rights? Do you care what's going to happen to them? They don't, because nothing ever bad happens to these people. They're insulated. Look at, you know, Justin Trudeau. He gets COVID. He wants everyone else in North America, including the United States, to get a damn passport for vaccines. He finally gets COVID, and he's like, take your vaccine. Does anyone want to respond to that? Lottie, do you want to say uh, something? Of, of course. Uh, Kevin Trudeau, uh, commissar, I call him commissar, commissar Kevin Trudeau, Trudeau, a.k.a. Fidel Castro Jr., the <laughs> bastard child of Fidel Castro, of course he's going to come up with that. But right now that he has he has unrelented uh, total power that uh, basically there's no true conservatism in Canada to give him an opposition. Uh, he's just he's just done whatever the hell he wants to, and he tramples over what is called the conservative, which is basically uh, a softer side of progressivism with a with a conservative touch or label. And and he's done whatever the hell he's wanted. And, and you know the sweet and nice people of Canada, because that's what I've met in the past. I've really never You're met good. an as, a, a Canadian that's an asshole that I say, "Damn, fucking Canadian, I can't stand you." No, okay, most Canadians are sweet people. They're cool. In fact, I say these whites are, are better than our whites over here. You know? Stop it, that's, dude. <laughs> and, and, and no, and, and, and you know that's the attitude when when I don't you know, have a preference. It's so racist for you to say that. <laughs> no, I I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can't be racist. I'm using white as white. I'm pitting white against white. Okay, uh, I, I prefer you know, the, other, the two of the lesser. Nobody animals. ever talks about white on white crime. That's something nobody ever talks about. <laughs> But but the whole thing, believe it or not, Shayla, is I I I'm not I'm not already uh, surprised by this idiot uh, uh, Trudeau of the shit that he's doing, that what he did to the truckers, mm. what he did to to try to bring all these policies. And you know what stopped him is when he he wanted to take it to the next level and uh, and confiscate the bank accounts. People started shutting their banks, their accounts, and and what ended up happening? He started he, he started changing his tune. So there is a limit to his madness. There is a limit to his madness. And the thing is, when people start fighting back and the banks start losing money, they start crying out to him and, you know, he, he retracts. So there is. If you study his tactics, he'll retract on a lot of things. And he knows okay. better not to be doing that bullshit. Like, like, give me another example. Somebody else that was coming out of Canada, I think it was a flight steward, it's on United Airlines. There was this so-called doctor, I forgot his name, I think he's of Indian descent. This asshole totally was crying and it only took like maybe less than five minutes as they went from Canadian airspace to American airspace and he was crying that the that the that the stewardess flight stewardess did not have a mask on. This idiot who knows that the masks don't do nothing. He was he he was decrying. He was being a little bitch about about things that oh your flight steward is in. He wanted to continue. He continued with his caring. I, I don't attitude. know what what kind of social reward he's actually getting, but people do that kind of lunatic thing when they think that there's going to be a social reward. Like they're you know they're going to get a cookie of some sort. Hey, buddy, come up and and, and join the speakers crew. I'm going to take North here. Desmond, okay. you're also invited to speak. Just jump in the. Uh, just go ahead and say that again, in. please. North, did you want to talk? I wanted to put you in queue. So, so I guess he he just jumped out. Can you send me the invite again, please? Okay, I'll send it to you again. But you're already talking. <laughs> you're already talking. But now with special privileges, I have powers. <laughs> you don't no. have powers. <laughs> you just your dots next to next to my. And the thing is, you you can talk together with the callers that call in. That's what that means. I'm, I'm just standing on shoulders of greatness. You. <laughs> I opened a room so that people can talk about 
how they feel about these these uh, these people who actually had power to decide uh, during emergency powers. These are, this is all bullshit emergency powers, and I have been yeah. I have been calling for people in the government, my representative, other people's representatives, people in the government, to end the emergency powers rule for this because this is the only way we're getting out of this. Okay, I, I, when the State I, I Department, just... which is a foreign agency, starts making rules for you, that is based on foreign policy, and that should never happen in America. Okay, we're a sovereign nation, but they're they're whittling down the sovereignty and they're hyperextending the rule for this pandemic. And so now that these people who are the laptop class, let's just call them the laptop class. I'm really, really sick of them. Okay, I have been amongst them. I've I've enjoyed their stupid privileges, but I also was on the first docket to receive this damn disease. Okay, I was in Kirkland and I had it in February of 2020. Okay, which means I was the first to get it. The OG, the original gangster, the first diaspora, the OG of this disease. I got it. Okay. Shayla. Yes. I could just imagine, you know, right now in Colombia, in the South America state of Colombia, they just elected their first leftist communist ex ex guerrilla fighter. Gonna I wonder what the policy, what the hell the policy is going to be. This guy's a total leftist. And, and to me, Colombia is going to be the next Venezuela sooner than later. It's already yeah, there. Peru, Peru is also, you know, they're kind of like, they're playing with it too. They're playing all of those, all those Latin American people, they're, they're playing with, with communism. They think they're going to get an up and deal. They're going to end up like Venezuela. They're going to end up like Cuba. And it's not going to go their way. Now, I understand it's simple government, meaning like there's one guy in charge, everybody does what he says, and it goes our way. No, you still end up, you know, kind of under the boot of drug lords. And that's what they don't understand. The minute they become a communist nation, they become a gang, a gangland, like, superiorist, you know, like... Exactly like... Uh, Anarcho-tyranny, yeah. that's what it is. It Exactly like the Fidel Castro, Hugo Chavez, and the now Nicolas Maduro. That's that's what's going to have one party system, tyranny, massive corruption when it comes to the elections and at every level of government. They bring in their own cronies, mostly uneducated idiots that they met on the street who are just pro communist people well, they, even from they, academia. They're just allies, you know. They're just yeah. people who did the political process, and you know, it's just like everywhere else. If you work on the party. You know, you get you put you get put into power, and when they yeah. go into power, you get into power most of the times. Most and of the time. and it's and it's sad because I I've been watching this for years, and it happened uh, during the Obama administration. He never said anything. He allowed because Obama's a leftist and uh, socialist, and you know back then it was it was. Uh, oh, he would never era. say that. He gets credit for being a centrist. So yeah. if you're centrist, you're actually a leftist. You know, if we're if we're talking about centrism now, you know, if you're actually a centrist, you're actually a conservative. So there, that's so, that's how so, the, so, that's so the, that's the relational more, map these days. Yeah, Obama would be more of a of a of a conservative compared to these hacks right now. That oh are no, kidding, to, dude! But oh believe believe me, if if Obama, uh, Trump, and now Biden don't like or never like Nicaraguan President uh, uh, Ortega. Believe it or not, they're isolated. 
they didn't come to the to, to the uh, organization of American states meeting here in Los Angeles, which was held about a week week and a half ago, give or take. And and what happened? They didn't show up. Mexico didn't show up in protest. Honduras, I don't think, showed up in protest. Several countries, including Peru, I think, didn't show up in protest. All because uh, uh, Cuba wasn't invited. Venezuela wasn't invited, and Nicaragua, which is another socialist state, pretty much wasn't invited. So I'm like, is this going to be the 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 whole of the whole thing? I mean, people really buying into this BS? Didn't they suffer enough? Like, is this like El Salvador, for example? They have a good president, Nayib Bukele, and I I give I thank God for him. He's a good president. He means well. And imagine if he would have been around maybe 30, 40 years ago. When, when they were having all these wars and, you know, because of Cold War and all that stuff, right, over 40 years ago, you know, they, they wouldn't be in the situation that they're now. Why? Because all these lefties that were in the war, that were fighting for Russia, you know, communist Russia back then, okay. you know, ended up becoming uh, political parties. But what did they become? Like the rest of the parties in there. Other hacks that are just uh, leeches, that are parasites, just sucking off the people's wealth. Uh, massive nepotism, corruption. Mm-hmm. Favoritism at every level. You well, know, it sounds done. like the American government currently, and and it saddens me so to say this, but it sounds like the American government currently. We got involved in this this altercation in Ukraine, you know, and it, I can't tell you how much it pisses me off to be driving up Mopac, the Highway One here in Austin, Texas, and there's a damn there's a damn Ukrainian flag. I mean, huge. Like Texas-sized Ukrainian flag flapping underneath the American flag over the over uh, the domain in North Austin, like you assholes. You know this I, isn't even ours. This is not ours. And I bet you, I bet you that there's not even an American flag next to it, right? It is. It's above it, but you know, I mean, and like this is such. You know, we don't need this level of posturing. So, I mean, I was really super excited to see that, that Texas did something very, very Texan. You know, the GOP uh, passed its own resolution amongst its members that uh, they they believe that, that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president. And I would say he's illegitimate definitely by his doings. I think the whole baby formula debacle alone would disqualify him from being president. I'm, I'm serious. Right now that you mentioned the the baby form debacle, I just saw a lady take about last night at the supermarket about twelve canisters. She paid about two hundred and twenty six dollars, which I thought that is way too much. She's got to be making business out of this shit. Yeah, way too much baby formula. It is not right. I wanted to say something, but I go. For all I know, maybe she does have family. Okay. I could be on let, the wrong let's, side. Let's take North's call. He's got something to say. Come on, North. Okay. Unmute, unmute your mic. Let's, what, what do you think about what's going on? Like anybody from the CDC, you know, class getting this? Uh, Julian Assange. What do you want to say? Um, yeah, I actually agree with you guys on Julian Assange uh, mostly. Um, I just wanted to say because um, I've listened to a couple call-in shows now, mm-hmm. and a lot of Americans seem to have this. Uh, I don't know, mischaracterization of like what happened in Canada and the Freedom Convoy. And I think it's just because the only people that covered the Freedom Convoy in America was like Tucker Carlson and Fox News who had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that is that is true. Why don't you tell us your perspective? Um, well, like I'm a huge protester. I'm a big like environmentalist and lefty. And, you know, whenever we get arrested 
we expect it, right? Like we're tying ourselves to trees. We're in the way of a pipeline. Like we know we're going to get arrested and okay, it's because you're okay. on private property. And a lot of times, like they, we had protests in Toronto during COVID and it was for homeless people that were living in the park. So this is a public space, right? And people are just protesting to have, to keep, let allow these homeless people to stay in the park. And the police came in and like, there's video of it. They throw people around, the billy club them, you know, like just to get people out of what's essentially a public space. And while like I disagree with the way that that happens in general, it happens all the time. And it's really, really dumb that like nobody thought that freedom was being smashed until you had a bunch of um, just like – so is this about COVID government? Like they were trying to enforce COVID government on, no. on the homeless? No, 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 no. Or is this no, just, this is no, just, it was just because Canada. Yeah, it was just because there was a bigger homeless population during COVID because the virus had like affected the economy in a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. um, and so they were setting up shop in the... Well, my, my main point is, is like this stuff happens all the time. And it's really ironic. How, how to does me, it happen all the time? There, every time there is a protest, police will move in on you. Okay, right? that's what you're talking about. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay. And so, to to kind of like yes. confrontation, and it gets physical. Yeah, it gets and, and you have Canada. you have the you know because there was a kind of conservative, maybe independent-minded type people that would go to the trucker convoy, and. They acted like this is the first time it's ever happened. You know, like these people, um, they they wouldn't be the one. Like earlier in the year, they had they broke down um, uh, blockades that were uh, they had indigenous people that were blocking uh, rail lines to stop an oil pipeline coming through. Yeah. These people don't care about that. These people don't care about when who, who's the these people tell us tell us who these people are. Is the government? The, the, no. No, the independents and the conservatives, they cheer, like, because I'm on Facebook forums all the time. They are the first ones. But are ones. they in charge, Norris? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Trudeau, yes, do, yes. I'll give, you a perfect, I'll give you a perfect example. Pierre Polievre, who is the running, uh, the main leader for the Conservative Party in Canada right now. He was the main cheerleader for the for the freedom convoy in canada he was the one that was saying we need to like listen to these people and they they have all the right which i'll get to that they don't have the right but he but said they have all the right to, flip back to, to julian assange really quick before you sure because we're going down the we're going down a, a rabbit i know i'm just trying to set stuff. the record straight because I've, okay. I've heard this a million times from these from okay. these radio shows do you do you want to go back to Julian Assange? Well, let's just get that in because that's that's topical, and then sure. and then you can you can finish your point. Absolutely. Be concise. Go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Pierre Polievre, he was the guy that says, like, we need to stand up for these people's freedom. Six months earlier, when Indigenous people were trying to block an oil pipeline coming from their own land, he was saying the exact opposite thing. We need to like bust down these. Uh, blockades, you know, mm -hmm. you, you can't stop. Um, basically, uh, what he would say is progress, okay. and so he's it was a total hypocrite. And um, I, I feel like the whole movement is hypocritical by these people. Like they, we've had protests since, and they're not calling um, the smashing of freedom when you have uh, like 
uh, people who are pr protesting old growth logging and stuff. They're only cared about their own issue. And you put on top of that, it's not legal to park in the street. It's not legal to block an international border. And the fact that these people got to stay there for three weeks and were politely asked to leave for three weeks for blocking public roads and blocking a public border, it's like it's the nicest I've ever seen protesters treated in my 20 years of being political. Okay, that, those are great points. I'm really glad you said something because, um, you know, I'm always for indigenous rights and for indigenous properties. You should know that. And um, so, you know, when the state or the larger state decides that they're going to to transpose or kind of kind of create some kind of erasure of rights because oh well you're just indigenous you know your your actual state born rights don't matter uh, that is institutional racism and I have said to Tucker myself that the only existing form of institutional racism that really exists in the United States is towards the Native American people. Um, now, I would come into immediate, like, contest and every, you know, Marxist black activist would throw throw crap at me immediately. I mean, just stone me with, with hardened, you know, chimp poop. You know, they would just, blah, you know, but that's the truth. There's no agency to regulate black people. And there is an agency called the Bureau of Indian Affairs in, in America. So... You know, unless we get rid of that agency, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that there is institutional racism in America. So, so, um, and on Assange, what is your point, Mr. North? Oh, I mean, I don't have a problem with anything you guys said on Assange broadly. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe it gets uh, more publicized if he does end up in the States and that maybe, you know, we might have a surprising outcome. Okay, well, here's what my thought is, is that, you know, people prognosticated and they, they talk about Julian Assange, but we need to really get in there and advocate for him, you know, fund his legal defense, you know, really come out against uh, the, the, I don't know, the lawfare institutions that are in the corner of the U.S. intelligence agencies are inside media. That is what is unfair about this. Um, they have been living in newsrooms since the Bush administration, controlling and contorting the um, the messaging. Now, at, at will. So I just want you to know that I don't like it that way, and I would prefer it to change. So, um, so North. Without further ado, we're going to take John because he popped in. Oh, now he's gone again. <laughs> Well, um, does anybody else want to jump in and talk? Vladi, do you want to come back and comment on anything that Mr. North had to say? Well, this is where I become devil advocate, and I kind of hate on both of you. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and I say it rightfully, non-racially, because I am of indigenous background. You have some. I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican, so naturally I am indigenous. And according to my feminist uh, historian teacher, Maria Conzi, she once said it when she saw me with long hair. She goes, you look very indigenous, laddie. And I was like, wow, I don't know how to take that, either to applaud you or There is kind a of difference between you. indigenous looking and indigenous actually being. You know, I, I, I know, go I know. ahead, go ahead. I, uh, so You're indigenous basically. looking today. Well, I know. Blake Lively <laughs> looks indigenous sometimes. And maybe I, because I had the long like hair, maybe because I reminded her of her Mexican lover. I don't know. But the whole thing was, 
that I, I took it in like, hey, he's going to get me an A, go ahead. But the whole thing is, look, when it comes to indigenous rights, I usually tell this to, to, to indigenous friends that I have or men in school or whatever, including Mexicans. Mexicans that have this okay, attitude. Okay, go ahead. And, 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 school, school is bloody. School is on indigenous and, rights. And, 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 in, and indigenous people that usually have this attitude coming from Mexico that say, we're going to reconquer the United States and oh, take uh, the, the state. And I go, F you. We're bigger, we're stronger, we're more powerful, and we're going to smash you and then own you. We're going to own you again. And now this in this time, you won't be able to put Mexico by itself. They'll say, Mexico, comma, USA. I go, so you've got to change this nasty attitude. I go, that you're going to come back and do... I go, you're, you're, living, you're, you're living in the past. And you're not looking at the... It's not the same United States that I was at equal with the Mexico. It's not an equal in any way, I go. If anything, Mexico, United States sells arms, uh, weapons, planes to 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 equip. Bloody, are you army. a U.S. citizen? I, I just want to ask you. Like, yes, yes, do you enjoy yes. like dual rights with Mexico of any kind? Okay, I don't have them. I am tempted to to get them, but I'm not crazy about getting them because Why? of the way Why? the way life is over there. Yeah, it's uh, a narco-run state, dude. Exactly. I mean, yeah, no, there's there's no incentive. You know, what kind of rights are they gonna? You have a right to to what? You know, being yelled at like like you're gonna become dog food and, if and, you don't and do they're they terrible. Want, I mean, you know, like... unless you, unless you get along <laughs> with them and 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 they favor you. Uh, whatever you have, they'll try to come into your territory That's and bully you. That's narco tyranny, man. Like, because it can go, your, yeah. it can just not go your way on a Tuesday night. You follow me? I, yeah. I, unless you're some you'll successful be entrepreneur. You'll freeway because of bad information. Yeah. And and <laughs> it's just you know not they're, a good they're, deal. They're, believe it or not, Shayla, they're in the home state of my mom, which is uh, Guanajuato. Which is spelled as GTO. Guanajuato is a, a short letter GTO. And it's a beautiful state. And once they took over, I go, what, what, the, what incentive do I have it even visiting now? I've never been to the damn place. And I just wanted to check it out and test my Spanish with them and go back and forth and learn. Not, not to fight them or anything. Now I can't even go because I gotta watch my back everywhere I go. Well, that's how I felt right here in the streets of East Los Angeles when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, when it's in my not teens. different. It just isn't different. And I'll tell you why. And, because uh -huh. they've got too much money. And the reason exactly. why they've got too much money is because they're being held by the CCP. And I, and, I, I read, I'll be reading tonight at 7.20 again. Okay, I'm just going to pull it up here. Narco City. That's what we'll be reading tonight from Willful Blindness. That's what we'll be reading tonight. Okay, which happens to be, North, that happens to be a Canadian author, Sam Cooper. You know, whatever you you think of his his uh, his editorial slant, which I don't know what it is, but he he has done a fantastic job, you know, pulling this all together for us, so we know because none of this would be able to happen unless there was a mo like a like a profit motive. None of this would be happening unless there was a profit motive, and and the profit motive is centralized. The way that they bank is by manipulating the casinos. And, you know, toward, you know, like indigenous rights, blotty, you know, I don't think that you're in any grave danger of the, you know, of the native remnant mounting a, a histrionic, like, takeover of the Mexican government. I think that's and, been successfully, and, and, you know, you know co-opted by a bunch of, like, greedy narcos. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a competition, man. And and you see, I, I treat him much different. But when I get into these discussions, I try not to make it heated. I always remind them. The U.S. won. 
you have to respect that and go, yes, you have all these lands. Some lands were given to you. You have a monthly stipend. No, no, dude, the lands were not given to us. They are treaty lands. They belong to the native culture and the native populations, okay? They are our lands, okay? And then if we were to be equitable, there was a genocide, Blotty. Okay. I understand. I understand. Okay, there, that's I, I, all right. Well, then let's just just put it there. Uh huh. The remnant population of the native, the native cultures that are here, the native nations that are here in the United States, were put on penal colonies called oh. reservations. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then in the 1960s, there's a whole renovation of rights. In the in the early 1900s, we were invited to to U.S. citizens, so we were U.S. citizens just like everybody else. Okay, we're not like outside of that system and treated as essentially an enemy government, an enemy state government with the United States. We're now together. Okay, so I mean, I don't think that there's any open war. There are people who have like political factionists that that are always going to be there. Okay, those are those are radical political factionists, and they don't speak for everyone. They don't and, and, speak and for. Believe everyone. it or not, Sheila, I, I believe. They should be integrated because they were segregated. Well, I don't and believe what, you know, I don't talk to American Native peoples like they should be doing what I want. And I don't think no. you should either. Well, no, the reason I, I say is because there was back then, uh, the governments back then, which were mostly, of course, oppressive to, to the Native, they did segregate them, putting them on a reservation land and, under their rules and stuff. And, and and if you look at most of these most of these uh, reservations, they they look like third world countries. But that's unfortunately not. They were because prison of, colonies, bro. But yeah, I understand. But they've had chance to to evolve. That they've decided. Oh not oh, to do it. good happy happy good chances, you know, handed down from the federal government. Uh uh, there's trailers, trailers, but, dude. Trailers and no running water, and then they control the water. They control everything. It's bullshit, okay? Spend some time on this, Blotty, before you go blah, 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 blah. No, I know, but what I'm saying, saying, in order for them not to be protesting, give them what I would say. If they already gave them a They can protest anytime they want, dude, because they are Americans. No, I know. I'm not saying they don't have a legal right. What I'm trying to say is they should be allowed. They should be allowed to flourish. And if they want to move out, if they want to go to school and all that out here, not just locked up in the penal colonies that you mentioned, the reservation. They're not locked that. up anymore because 1960s. Yeah. And, Spend and some then, time on it. Don't don't, don't stop talking. Come on, come on. Let's move on to something that we we actually can do today. You know, like okay, the GOP. Ahead. What about this GOP resolution in Texas? Can you they, fill me in on it a little bit? Oh, oh, okay. You didn't know about it? Okay, so the Texas GOP basically filed a resolution that that Biden is was not legitimately elected. What say you? Well, wasn't there already two states that were going to file the same thing? So that would make, I don't know, uh, Texas maybe the third or fourth along uh, Arizona and I think Wisconsin was going to be the, the, the uh, second. Uh, but the thing is, I, I just hear about it here and there, but I don't really hear a push, a passionate push to actually get it done. You hear about it that it could happen, and they've done investigations. Arizona, too, I think his attorney general fought against their, their um, what is it, county, county, <laughs> county uh, registrar recorder. I'm calling it like Los Angeles here, uh, registrar recorder who controls the machines, who controls the actual ballots and all that, and who's the one that has to has to uh, uh, give an answer, an account for the, you know, the voting. 
So, so I'm assuming that if Maricopa County was was being sued and and there's, there could even be you know criminal repercussions for them, then the, it should go across the board because if there is facts, especially with that uh, documentary from Dinesh D'Souza, the 2000 uh, Mules, oh, then mules. that there is more than more than sufficient evidence that they're not trying to do anything about it. Then we're no different than any Latin America Asian country that's corrupt. We have the evidence, but they don't want to do nothing. So this just tells you there's corruption at every level of our government, federal and state. I, I, I and don't like corruption. I understand. I like Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> so, this resolution, this is just amongst the GOP party talking to themselves. Yeah, correct? yeah. This is this is by and for the GOP among the. Yeah, GOP. this has nothing yes. to do with the government of Texas. Uh, it's, it's just it's, the party. It's among, it's the, yeah, it's the party making making their own their own. Uh, right. So it doesn't really mean anything. It's just, it's just it's like their opinion, man. Right. Their opinion, man. It's either it's either it's either something is done in challenge, or we'll end up like Canada with a Trudeau. Come dude, on. Canada's fine. I'll tell you all Canada's about it. Canada's not today. fine, dude. It is. Go read. No, I'm it here is right not. Now. No, I'm it here. is not. You're being. You are being flooded with CCP. Oh, I know. I'm being okay. flooded. That's well, not I know okay. I live here. That's Canada's not okay. You guys know better than me. Dictating what happens in this country and how we do things here. They're corrupting our own casinos, okay? They should not yeah. be allowed to stay. The CCP should what? be booted immediately. They should get rid of those fucking narcos now. Okay, oh. that's a completely different point. <laughs> okay. Oh. They should get rid of them. Hey, hey North, uh, sure. Canada's too sure. cold. Huh? Canada's too cold, bro. Uh, it's like <laughs> 22 where I am right now. Oh, okay, so you're not that bad. It's in the yeah. 80s over here, right? Yeah, I think, I think 22 is around the 80s. Sorry. Hey, hey North, real, real quick about Canada because I'm trying to compare it to my experience uh, when I did fisheries from 90, 1996 to 98 in uh, in the Inside Passage of uh, Alaska. Okay, your neighbor to even further north. Yeah. And uh, do you guys get the the long hours of, of daytime and, and nighttime that sort of stuff? Yeah, the further north you go, um, like northern BC, I had a buddy working in. Uh, it's called Prince George and. Uh, yeah, they would get only like an hour or two of darkness in June and July. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I got to experience that uh, very similar. And uh, it was kind of crazy, but I, I got used to it. I was working in fisheries back then in my early, my late 20s. But it was fun. It was a beautiful experience. And I met Canadians that had migrated to the U.S., so they were working alongside us. And people from all over the world. But it was a, it's an experience, a very yeah, I mean, Sheila, is that your name? Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, um, that's me. Okay. Um, no, I mean, Canadians and uh, where I live on the West Coast, especially, we've been. Where do you um, live? I mean, I'm what, in what the Vancouver you... area. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a big story for like the past decade or more of how much um, money laundering is going through the casinos and how it blends into our real estate industry are like our overheated real estate industry um so it's like really really well known that right but um not to americans and if they did know that that basically vancouver was being used as a big prc narco bank that the dea might do more so that's why i'm bringing it stateside because it is poisoning you know this process the vancouver model is 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 threaded through uh, casinos in Seattle and throughout Western Washington and Washington State. They have started stealing women from Yakima, dude. 
And that means that those those women ended up dead or disappeared in some bullshit triangle, you know, triad, you know, they saw something or they got disappeared. Native women are getting disappeared, you know, stolen, never to come home ever again. Nobody ever sees them again because China. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it happens. I've had For enough, sure. dude. I've had enough. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree with you, but that that's not at all what I'm talking about. Uh, my oh, well, main... I, I mean, but that's that's part and parcel. It's like the prostitution, the, the drug running, and the stuff that goes on at our uh, well, border. Yeah, they no, launder the, the Latin American money. Sure. That's what the last ch- chapter I read in this book is that he confirmed that they are laundering all of the Texas border narcos. All their cash is getting banked up here up in 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 vancouver yeah. so this shit has got to stop totally yeah all i was saying is that there's a there's a narrative about trudeau and the freedom convoy that i think is grossly like overplayed and misinterpreted um, well, I mean, especially it's, it was two American months ago news, so don't worry about it don't worry about it but but wait a minute Shada. you know north go ahead and tell us what 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 is the canadian view of your beloved uh trudeau Go ahead, please. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm so, so I'm a huge lefty, and even I don't really like Trudeau as a person, right? Um, but policy-wise, I don't have a, a ton of problems because I know whatever the conservatives are going to bring in is it's like like people talk about um, Trudeau, uh, let's say, like stamping on freedoms. And the only thing that they can – actually point to is like we stopped people from parking in the street for three weeks and honking their horns at all hours of the night um like that's their example when the conservatives before them basically brought in what is the canadian version of the patriot act and allowed the canadian government to spy on everybody's emails and like listen to your phone calls if they have probable cause but like it's just it basically brought a whole new level of internet surveillance from what's our version of the CIA, and that was wow. brought in by the conservatives. Um, so it's just really, really hypocritical and like n- not historically uh, aware that now conservatives are saying that Trudeau is the tri- tyrant when it's like all he did was be like, "You need a vaccine to fly," you know, and like I get that that sucks for people who don't want to take a vaccine. But it's it's not that big of a deal when the conservatives before you, the conservatives who these people want to vote for now, who they're like, we need to get Trudeau out and get in the conservatives. It's like, dude, they're the ones that made it legal to spy on your emails. They're the ones that made it legal to watch your internet activity. Like, you're not aware of what you're saying. So, so basically, the the conservatives, like I mentioned before, uh, they're conservatively progressive, right? They're like a soft progressive. They're the mm-hmm. ones that are pushing progressive issues. Those are the not neoliberals, really. and I'm not going to let you get away with that. The neoconservatives, it's the neocons, not necessarily the conservatives. The neoconservatives are the ones who are pro-fascism, like spy on everyone, because they're making money from it. Well, we only have one conservative party uh, in Canada, and then we have two liberal-ish, and then like a green party, and, and other parties, but... Yeah, I mean, the 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 neo conservatives that you're talking about. Yes, they're the ones that brought in the the spying bill, and they're the same party that people want to replace Trudeau with. So you're just going to get 
more of what you had in the early 2000s. Well, here's what I'm going to say to you is that, you know, as a leftist, you don't have a lot of sway within the conservative report. What I can say is that if you go to the conservatives that you might know, which I'm not sure you will be because a lot of liberals today just don't talk to conservatives. They just don't talk to them. And I'm not in favor of that because you can't find your friends amongst those whom you are in your opponent party. Okay? As a libertarian, I have to work with everybody, and it sucks because there's times when no one's my friend. But, you know, I still look for my friends because that is the work. So in diligent political work, you have to work with all people and all peoples, and you must hear what they have to say. You don't always agree. You're not supposed to agree. There's going to be natural contention in powers and in power making amongst one another. You will have natural points of disagreement. And But if you never talk to one another, the benefits of a network like this is that, you know, I talk to Anthony Omin. We disagree on many things, but we agree on many things. So we continue to talk. And I will continue to talk to conservative people. I don't agree with them on many things, but I will continue to talk to them because unless I do, I won't be able to tell them, let's say they do get in power. Where are your friends within the party at that point? So I want I want some liberal friends. I want some, some conservative friends, and I want some people who, who disagree with me so that there can be justice because... At some level, you have to recognize what you have in common with the other person. You know, you have your humanity to start. You know, even if you don't agree with them on any other thing, including God or where you come from or anything else, you can agree that there is humanity there. So, if you agree on the basis of the baseline human rights, then you have a starting point to talk about something. It doesn't. It's not all a food fight. So try to find something you agree with them, whether it's like the color of the sky. Just start somewhere and then begin a dialogue. All right? <clears throat> so, I mean, if you if you have people who come into power, you know, where are your friends? So I wanted to bring it back to Julian because, you know, I'm really, really concerned uh, that is, are, is anybody in our audience among the press or the people who, who write for a living or do journalism for a living? Is there anybody in this audience who does that? Because I think that there should be some press accountability. Um, definitely, you know. I, 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 I talk a lot. Does that count? Oh, well, I mean, you know, you and I are kind of the, <laughs> kind of the same... We're two parents going at each two, other, right? Two dots in the same pod here, man. Same pod. Two dots in the same podcast. Um, like I said, is, it, is there anybody who's kind of either been associated with the news class or you know the fourth estate that might have something to say towards um, towards Julian's case? I, I guess I think I'm the closest to, to maybe. I, that I would really like to hear from Amy. Or Jeff. Okay, Amy, would you? They, they, would you, they should you step up their up game and come over here you right now, invited? like the price is right. Amy, come down here, like the price is right. Okay, come on, come on and talk, Amy. She has been invited to speak, and unless she accepts, we can't. We can lead her, but not. They, there's still freedom here. They're not forced or coerced. Yes. <laughs> we don't not go there. 
We don't bully them. <laughs> and, and Amy is a very polite woman. She's a very good good speaker when she does speak. Um, so we would benefit from anything she has to say. Nor, thank you for coming on and, and donating your 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 wisdom about these things. You know, your perspective is is uh, is important. So calling on Jack, calling on Brady, on Umid. Come on, you guys talk a lot. Joe, Joe, bring your game. Talk. Joe, Joe has uh, has been trying to to talk to us or talk to me in particular about some of the stuff that is going on in South Carolina, um, some of this other stuff that has been going on um, around the nation. You know, we might have to wrap up soon. It's almost 1 o'clock. This is kind of a lunch hour um, talk. I wanted to jump in to to bring bring more awareness about this uh, Fauci CDC class. I just, I just really want to talk about how I feel about it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to counter sanction anyone who, who wanted to sanction me, firstly. So I think people who went heavy and hard and led with their emotions and got caught up in a groundswell of, you know, they hid behind a big government that wanted to force people to do things with their bodies. And I think that that's always a bad choice because there are people who cannot conform medically in in most instances. So there should be allowances for people to, or exceptions, medical exceptions for people who cannot take a certain medicine. It will poison them, it will kill them, and they were not given those exceptions. And that goes against medical ethics and science and everything. And those people who were who were speaking out for the exceptions were ignored. They were castigated. They were told what bad people they were, and they were not allowed to to uh, administrate medicine properly. So we have Umit here. Umit, would you like to talk? We're going to take your call. Hey guys. Well, I was invited to talk, but um, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I don't know really what to say about Julian Assange, for instance. Or um, yeah, just just uh, it, it's it's been a very strange. I mean, he started. Can you um, turn up your mic just a little bit? Can you hear me now? It's better. It's better. Okay. Yeah, I'm using a headphone with a mic on it, so I don't know how I can turn up that thing. Um. Well, uh, I th- I, uh, you were talking about Julian Assange and uh, people from uh, the news who might be in this room. I don't know if anyone is here, and I don't know a lot about how everything has gone because we didn't have any, uh, we didn't have many much news about it. Um, but I find it very strange how this has uh, developed, uh, especially since the beginning, since uh, the um, since he has published those. Um, uh, the, the papers on uh, what happened in Iraq. Um, I think was it together with uh, with uh, with Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea you guys know that? Yeah, was it together with with her or was it? Uh, did they okay, independently? Okay, so, so Chelsea Chelsea produced um, internal, you know, army records that demonstrated mm-hmm. that drones were used to kill the press. They were they were yeah. used to kill Reuters journalists, mm-hmm. and I think it was Afghanistan, okay, Afghanistan so or, or Iraq, the Middle East, and and you know yeah. it it is it has been a long time, so forgive me if the facts are not pristine. Um, but 
there was there were two royal journalists and at least three civilians at, at least three or four civilians among them children yeah. in a van they were shot and killed and yeah. i think the the implication was that these people were inconvenient because of their witness of some crime of war taking place at that time and it it's it's like veritably illegal to say sometimes or they want it to be illegal to say that the american government commits war crimes they do yeah okay they yeah. do they have i would like a just prosecution but the world is not uh is not unwilling and there's no political will to bring a case against the united states government you know for the actors who were acting at that time i think that that is not in the best interest of justice to do this okay and it brings us down to the level and it brings human rights down to the level of that of prc china which is probably what the kind of leverage that that china wants they want us to deplete our our moral uh our moral standing in the world as law-abiding uh, as a law-abiding nation okay mm, yeah. which means that if we if we call ourselves to account for war crimes and to prosecute ourselves or allow ourselves to be prosecuted or come into a justice forum for the the problems and the injustices conducted by clandestine services then um, something really bad will happen no what will happen is that justice will prevail and the people who have been allowing themselves to get along and be treated as the good guys no matter what they do that's morally insane and the world will be safer for for all forms of justice if there is a just trial for them but that never happens okay so what they are doing is they are crucifying julian assange for their crime their crime of being exposed for the war that they the war crimes that they have been doing yeah. and and that is why i have been someone who's been supportive of the work of julian assange and and fundamentally supportive of someone like prc manning getting any kind of exoneration or kind of getting out of the justice uh prosecution queue okay and yeah. I did tell uh, PRC Manning and his clique that regardless of of uh, the means to, to justice ends, if he was given um, clearance or he was his sentence was commuted by the American government, I, I agree with that. I think his, his sentence should have been commuted, um, and I'm glad of it. But the reasons were political and not not on the basis of of conscience okay they're like oh well you're the right party and you're the right political cadre because you're a communist like us where you're a progressive socialist like us that's the reason why we're going to let you out of jail so Mm -hmm. now he's going to have to carry their water i don't know for the rest of his life i have no idea you know i wouldn't Mm -hmm. make him do that and okay. if Chelsea Manning hears this broadcast at a, at a later time, I was willing to work on his on his cause, but uh, 
but I would not carry the the democratic socialist water at all at this point because they are running against democracy and of freedom and I'm not talking about democracy as 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 a tool in the, in the mouths of people who are unjust I'm talking about democracy as people being represented by a larger structure you know having a representation and a voice in their own government that's what I mean okay yeah yeah um yeah, it, uh, I think it reminds me of um, uh, what is it? It reminds me of that the powerful can be uh, can be uh, absolved of anything that they can do, and the less powerful well, it's, are subjected. That's not necessarily so, uh, and mm. you know there have been powerful people who have come to account. It's just. Um, there's a there's kind of like a, a tolerance among them. There's a lot of insider trading going on. There's a, there's just a ton of corruption, and corruption begins begets corruption. It gets worse and worse and worse unless there is a counter corruption movement. And so, I, if I'm going to vouch for 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 something to be going on today, it would be anyone joining a counter corruption movement in the United States. And if if whoever is counter-corruption comes to the surface, whomever they are, they're going to be today's ally. You, know, you don't have to stay with them together forever, but if they are counter-terrorism, not counter-terrorism, counter-corruption, <laughs> counter-corruption, yeah. you should join with them. Yeah. You should join with them. Yeah. I mean, uh, then uh, it's, it's like, uh, is, is it just? I mean that's that's what you mean. Are they are they for um, yeah? Are they for justice? Huh? Are they for uh, 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 equal equal application uh, of the law? Exactly, exactly. Nobody is above it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was thinking about uh, just before when uh, I just uh, called in. Um, it was very interesting to see that uh, directly after uh, those uh, those files were leaked, uh, um, the, um, I, didn't, I don't know if, if it was Congress uh, that that directly said that uh, they should they should be shot or they should be executed. Mm. Uh, um, that was, I mean, Vladi, do you want to take that one? one? You know, I had a dream. I I, I, I would I would definitely agree with Umid. If you say uh, I'm I'm for the French Revolution again with a guillotine, but on Congress and on the president, I, I'm for that. Not for the January 6th. That's bullshit. That wasn't even an insurrection oh to be. Uh, but I'm for I'm for truly uh, uh, a French style, American style French Revolution with a guillotine, exactly like the greats, like Robert Spear, <laughs> Robbie Robbie Spear. He committed, yeah. and he took out the monarch. Yeah, we need to clean up. You really want to talk? You you want to be wrong? Get to the core of cleaning up corruption. Then let those guillotines start falling down by the hundreds, because we have a lot of cleaning to do. A lot, both at the federal and state level. And believe me or not, Umid, it's going to be a lot of Democrats and some Republicans in there. And you're going to see people that from Hollywood and people from different parts, rich people, Freemasons that are there. They're going to be heads flying off. Heads yeah. flying off from a lot of those deep state, uh, New World Order bastards. Heads flying off. And I, and I, and I also put the, I, I would put a hit. I would put a hit. This is a hit. Like a gangster, like a, like a mobster. No, like a, no, no. On, 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 on the World Economic Forum. Class, class Schwab. Klaus Schwab, George Soros, their heads will be flying out. 
Their their baby killing days, their 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 baby su- blood sucking days are over. Oh boy! It's now we're over. going into lizard lizard men territory. Yes, take, it, I, it is over. Yeah, that vampire take, bullshit. It is over. The kid the kids that they took out, the Lolita Express. <laughs> everybody on the list from Maxine uh, from Maxine uh, Well. Oh, Gillian uh, Gillian Maxwell. Right there. We need, we need that list, by the way. Don't let her die. Exactly. Head I class, ask God every John day Robert. to protect if, her in prison. Pray, if, pray if and John ask Robert God every there, single day. Jesus, please protect Ghislaine Maxwell in prison so that we can get all of the child molesters. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Exactly. Please. <laughs> you see, if I could only convince Sheila to be a little bit more extreme, the problem is they'll categorize no. as terrorist. No, terrorist, you need me to be moderate. You know? <laughs> Someone needs no, to but, You know, I'll, I'll be kind of like what I do with my pastor. Let me do the dirty work that you're not able to no. do. See, you, know, you know, now it makes you like no better than the, the CIA or something. Like, they, you know, it's like they just go. But in reverse, criminals. in reverse against them, not against the people, against them. Uh, you know, like, I just want, I want less criminality in my government. You're like, yeah, let's get rid of all the corrupt so we can get some more criminality in our government. No, no, bloody. <laughs> check it out, Shayla, Yumi, check it out. I've been watching the Mayan MC on FX. I, I'm watching a different site. I've been binging on it for the, like the last four days. I have yeah. so much ways. I'm like, damn, we need an MC, a motorcycle club that will come in and whack these sons of bitches and put, 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 uh, See, that's the uh, simplistic sense making that, that put the narcos in, in place in the, in the first place, Vladdy. I'm not gonna let but, you but, but let's use the power for ride to clean no. them out. We need a prayers you're crying out loud. It's too uh, dirty. No, no, Vladi, we're not gonna let you run things. No, no, <laughs> we, we gotta get the criminality out of the government, not so we can replace it with more Latin American criminality. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you, but remember, remember, Shayla, you're not being a constitutionalist. From time to time, the blood of tyrants and patriots need to be spilled. Well, so, I mean, there so it is. Can refresh the tree hey, of liberty. hey, man, I'm not, I'm not a violent revolutionary. Okay, you can go over there and, and fight it, duke it out with, with Johnny Carsa. Okay, I'm not that woman. I'm not that woman. <laughs> hey, I do get out with Andrew. That's a leftist. That's a socialist. I, I do get out with all those leftists. <laughs> they love me, but they hate me at the same time. I got to watch my back. <laughs> at least they're talking to you. That's the thing that you should be celebrating yeah, right now. That is, that is landmark. With this, you know, and it's uh, one of the things I wanted to bring up before the, the oh, we, we're running long here. Um, so uh, it's one o'clock. We we ought to really dump out here sh- shortly. But does anybody want to speak to how they would address someone in their peer group who was who was uh, kind of allied or standing behind, you know, the big fat man with the, the with the big stick trying to get after everybody, big vaccine, uh, who who got cut off? Like maybe maybe you got cut off some way um, from from people who were that that sanctioning class of, of, you know, vaccine administrators or something like that. What would you, what would you say to them today? If, if you could talk to them, it's not, what would I say? What would I do to them? Again, I think we spoke about it a couple of seconds, a couple of minutes ago. I, I, we got to take it to the next level. Honestly, Shayla, these guys are out to get us. They want to walk around with a big stick, almost like Teddy Roosevelt, but in reverse for Mm -hmm. fascism to oppress Mm -hmm. us. To put us under the needle? I don't think so. We need to start. I'm going to take this more. to one thirty. I want to hear from people who who. Um, I'm not saying I don't want to hear from you, Bloody, but I just I just want to hear from you, Mitt, and other other people in the room about you know how they feel, and you know what they would say to somebody who who cut them off during during COVID. 
Go ahead, Yumit. You're on mic. Well, I'm, I myself, I'm from the Netherlands, so I haven't uh, really had uh, people who cut me off or uh, <laughs> the other way around. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, not yet. There. No, nothing, nothing, yet. that's not going to happen. It just yeah. didn't happen to them. Well, well um, good. You know, I'm glad you you retained your, your, your social freedoms during during the nastiest pandemic authoritarian streak we've ever had. You know, I'm really glad that, that you made it. I'm glad you're here with yeah. us. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm uh, glad to, to be with you. Um, but but uh, what 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 uh, really strikes me is that uh, uh, governments uh, in 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 all, I mean, uh, even here in the Netherlands, uh, have uh, some kind of a deaf ear to people who are critical, and they start they keep that's just no bouncing off their own their own convictions, you know. And that's that's something that should uh, that should change. I mean, uh, a government is there for the people. I mean, uh, it's that's something that that that. that that's something is uh, written somewhere, especially in the United States, the, of the people, for the people, and by the people. I think that's what you that what you have. I don't I don't know. Is the Bill of Rights or the Declaration of Independence? I don't know where it, it's written, but still, it is there. And um, yeah, especially in the United States, what I hear and what I see, I think yeah, the, the, there's a lot of things happening, especially in the in the last. 20 years, I guess, people revolting against injustice. I mean, and then they're still getting uh, getting beaten down. They're getting uh, um, um, rumbled up, um, 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 put put in jail, uh, uh, things like that. I think uh, uh, instead of listening, they 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 just uh, uh, crack down, and that's that's something that should change. And yeah. Yeah, that's especially with uh, stuff like CDC. I think there's another agency, the FEMA. I think that's uh, uh, um, something that, that works in, in cooperation with the CDC. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the emergency management. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, okay. I'm not sure, but the, the, I think they have had the same uh, um, the same uh, policies as uh, the CDC had in, 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 in the last two years. Am I right, or is that, uh, is that different? Well, emergency management would be like the 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 tents and the people who would um, come around. I, I, FEMA didn't have too much to do because okay. most people just yeah. kind of self quarantined. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe they were, but it was it was the military who was delivering a lot of the vaccines. They commandeered most of the vaccine at the beginning of the pandemic. Well, um, you know, I thought that was particularly Latin American way that Trump handled that like give all the vaccine to the military to administrate rather than allowing the private sector to get um, a portion of it meaning they because the military isn't a comprehensive population they are a single population um, Mm -hmm. and the distribution they should not have been given uniform distribution of the entire vaccine if the vaccine was safe enough to let's say it was safe enough okay mm-hmm. if the vaccine was safe enough then then it would have been able to to been delivered to to hospitals and private sector you know there are registries yeah. for for a pandemic you know and and there are cdc guidelines that are like decades old but they didn't conform to like regular cdc guidelines they had this weird catastrophic 
like there was a there was efficient medication protocols that could have been uniformly delivered in a very efficient way um, Mm -hmm. that could have saved lives you know there there was an embargo of of medicine that occurred okay and I think that that was due to internal bureau fighting over Mm -hmm. who was going to get you know and that's why I believe that, that this is so much of this is rooted in corruption because they deliberately hemmed or or just um, obstructed medicine to the the whole, the whole of the United States, the whole to, to, of medical care. They obstructed available medicines that were legal, that were fine, but they politicized mm-hmm. medicine so that people would uh, would somehow it became a power struggle, and that should not happen in America. It should not happen in any Western nation. But people yeah. lost their minds. And they yeah. they politicized medicine. And I'm glad I'm talking to you because I think that this just didn't happen in your country, but maybe a little bit of it did. You want to speak yeah, to well, that? Yeah. Um, yeah. The distribution uh, uh, here in the Netherlands was done by uh, was done and uh, still done by by the government. And uh, yeah, the, the social system is different uh, from the United States. Um, the communication, uh, however, was was really uh, um, uh, dubious. The first day they said A, and the second day they said B, and then the third day they said mm. C, and it, so uh, that's, it, that's it, it moved all the way up to Z, you know, and, and then uh, mm-hmm. people started to get, getting confused. Uh, instead of uh, just uh, doing, uh, yeah, so, uh, applying a good policy, just uh, to uh, to to make people understand what we uh, what we are uh, what we are up against, they they just uh, struggled amongst themselves just to, um, yeah, just to to uh, uh, yeah, I think justify uh, what uh, what is happening. I'm not. I'm not really sure how it went. I mean, just for me, I'm. Uh, I I have a background in in, in 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 medical things. So so for me, it was like, okay, there's a new virus, and this virus, okay, we need to 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 understand it and and and, and, and counteract uh, against it. And um, yeah, the distribution and uh, uh, vaccination went okay, but still, people who are critical about this. And I can understand their motivation, and I would like to listen to them, but the government yeah. didn't listen to them. Yeah. They cracked down on them, and that's that's something that that that, that should should have been different. And it's okay. it's, it's like it's as if uh, governments don't want to listen to their people anymore, who are critical about uh, about policy because just they they, uh, they 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 put them away like stupid people or crazy people, you know. And that's something that yeah, I don't. They're inconvenient. They're in. Yeah. They're inconvenient voices. But mm-hmm. I think that that um, when you speak anyway, the the yeah. wonderfulness of this this platform is that you get to speak here anyway, and there's less pressure for them to listen when you're speaking yeah. to me rather than directly to them. So it's it's kind of a a way of soft handing off of communication. But sometimes when you talk to, say, people like me or just speak in general out loud and it's not directly to them, um, yeah. they, they can get ideas about what to do easier. Yeah. I don't know why it works like that, but, but sometimes it, it does work. It does work okay. tremendously when you, when, you, when you just speak to others in a public way about mm-hmm. how you feel about these things. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that, that's. Uh, it sounds like uh, uh, the powerful. Well, I, I call them always the powerful. Uh, are too proud to listen to us directly, and instead listening to the rumor that we just spread. I mean that. That's what it sounds like. Uh, how you say it, but. Well, I mean, this isn't rumor. You're expressing yourself yeah. in an authentic way. Hopefully. You know, you don't you don't have to yeah. be inauthentic on on the program. But if you were to send this, you know, send mm-hmm. send your communication. I told others yeah. what I said. Yeah. You know. So okay, it's 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 yeah. And, yeah. and you're not unreasonable. The things that you have said here today are not unreasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, it it uh, it enlightened me a lot. I mean, uh, just to see how how different and similar we are in many ways. I mean, uh, yeah, it's cool. Hey, many thanks, Sheila. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, you, mate. Come back know. again. Come back again and talk about I this will. anytime. All right. Come I on, will, North. Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Come on, North. What do you got to say? Got a parting shot or something? Hey, sorry. It didn't. It didn't show me on my end that you had to log me in. Um. No, I, I like. I agree that um, the, there was a lot of unnatural. Unconventional stuff that happened with the vaccine, but um, to my mind, I think a lot of the reasons why not just the government, but a lot of people, a large population, didn't want to listen to the people's uh, more reasonable uh, complaints about the vaccine is because you had a, if not sizable, at least very loud section of the complaints being just outright nut bar like accusations well i mean that's always going to be chips in the vaccine and you know bill gates having planned all this and you know it just well what if some sliver of that is true i mean what if it's not comprehensive what if some of it's true if well if even a sliver of it is true you gotta prove it you can't just make random claims and then try and build like a movement off it because that's okay. Okay, that's North, like okay. Cult but mentality. what if they did provide evidence and then you know it was just pushed off the table, but because they were the wrong politic? I've that gone happened. that 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 Bill Gates put microchips in the vaccine. No, there were nano. There's nano particles in some of the vaccines to administrate the vaccine. There is some of that. There, that is what are those part nanoparticles? I mean, a nanoparticle is just like a nanotech, nanotechnologies, and technologies in medicines have been around for a while. Yes, but people didn't explain it. They didn't defend it. They just let it go out there and um, and kind of, you know, the state didn't address the concerns. They they treated like all claims of nanotechnology in the medicine should should just be ignored. And not clarified, okay? okay? I'm not an ignorant person. I'm interested in facts and technologies. I have another show on the weekend called That AI Show. Uh, but if no one cares to explain a technology that's actually bloodborne going in the body, they're like, oh, that's nothing. You should just take this medicine, stupid person. You know? If we're not going to explain what's going in the body, of course there's going to be medieval, like, you know, it's witches in the middle of the night talk. Can, can I chime in? Go ahead. Uh, uh, Shayla and North, there's already companies like Pfizer. What the hell is Pfizer doing with 5G network technology? Pfizer, the same label that you see, Pfizer Pharmaceuticals. Investments? They're, they're, they're putting, they're, no, 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 no. 
No, well, yeah, I would like to believe that. Of course, everything's an investment. But why are they using 5G technology? Because all those nanoparticles research? that are put that are put Dude, in yeah, 5G, but it's 5G technology, research. 5G it's yeah. surveillance, guys. You know, it's medical surveillance. They you know, want this is, medical surveillance. This is surveillance. exactly what I'm talking. Yes, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's like you have you have like an aspect like 5G technology that has a very simple explanation, but people always take the most malevolent like. Crazy. And it's not people; it's some perspectives, and that's my argument with leftists. Yeah, Everything's a damn collective fine, matter. It's not a collective matter, man. When you purport it like it's true, when you act like it's a real thing and not just something that you think. Well, I mean, so, it is in some parts but, true, but, but, and but it's no, not, not untrue. No, it's got to be completely true, otherwise. Well, you know, when you're talking to a collectivist, that's what you're going to say, and and we've heard from you. Thank you. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Bloody. Uh, check it out, North. Have you checked out Agenda 2021? Agenda 2030? Right there, fourth fascination in this table on that list is about 25 things about making it a socialist government, taking away. Where is this from? Where are you from? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Bloody, you're cutting out. Yeah, Bloody, you're gone. You've gone robo. You've gone robo. Agenda man. 20. Can you hear me? Come back to us. Can you hear me? Okay, now we can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, I can hear you. No, Shayla already knows about this because she's a, a journalist. Uh, check out Agenda 2021 slash 30. Look at the list. There it's is for the United Nations. It's right in there. And 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 digital and and having vaccine and digital currency as part of the program that all fulfills, my friend. Believe it or not, whether you believe in the Bible or not, the the, the prophecy regarding the Book of Revelation regarding end time, the Antichrist, yeah, the one world government is it's right okay that you in don't there. Believe, but you you should accept that this is part of the explanation. Yeah. You're, yes, you might but the explanation doesn't make any sense. Like it, when you when part when part of your argument is a book that was written 2000 years ago like okay. you immediately that, that, but lose. you know he's he's pointing to his worldview that's you fine have your world that's it your isn't opinion. because you've written it off okay and you're not listening Listen uh, to no because all i'm saying is like it's fine for you to have your opinion but stop acting like your opinion but, is true but, but hold on north but at the you don't want to believe the bible he, I think what I think what North is trying to say, Bloody, is that the Bible isn't an authoritative document to him. Maybe maybe that will help you. Uh, yeah, let help? me let me let me clarify okay. what I'm trying to say. I understand. I respect okay. that. Because do. he might be like human sector. I don't know. Bloody, I can't hear you, buddy. <laughs> are you are you able to hear him, Sheila? Yeah, I mean, I, I, he's cutting in and out. He really uh, is. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I, I hear. I hear you. Okay, go ahead, buddy. Talk. So, so basically, yeah, all I'm saying, you guys could hear me, is basically uh, uh, 2021-2030. Look at their list requirements. Look at their their the the desires that they have. They they want to own the world. They want it under one world order with a one chancellor. Uh, the, obviously, they're not going to tell you a chancellor. So, what they want, what they want is to. Hey, hey Vladi, I mean, you're not. I, mean, I can, I can kind of. Ex- go ahead, I, you're cutting in and out so bad 
this is this is kind of the pro global mindset against the 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 people who are actually just for domestic, you know, sovereign. You know, we can't hear you, bloody. You just keep cutting in and out. So just I, just tolerate us. Just tolerate us, dude. Okay. Um, can you hear me? You know. Sorry. I can hear you now, but you know, if it if it drops out, you know, I'm not I, trying to cut you off. I think my opinion is that, uh, like, then, like, I have lots of opinions too, right? Um, but I won't say that something is happening and that we have to watch out for certain things unless I have a lot of facts behind them, you know, a lot of resources. I don't necessarily not- believe that that is, is – so, it may be true for you as an individual, but I do not believe that liberals back up anything that they they want as policy with valid argument and facts because they well, haven't been doing that. I'll tell you They've been one doing thing. doing a lot of blunt force, authoritative edicting towards the rest of us, okay? And that behavior is not acceptable in a democracy. Well, we're not calling for beheading people in the streets like Blatty is based well, off Blatt, of I mean, I'm not things that, that he read either. in the Bible. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing that and he's not basing it on he's he's talking trash. That's what he's doing. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's half trash, half He's pretty passionate well, I mean, about it. You, you, well, you were I, taking him more I'm seriously plug- than I would. I'm, oh. It seemed pretty serious <laughs> yeah. to me. I, when I, I mean, you, you even had to argue against him. We'll, we'll so. wait for Bloody to speak much, for himself. Much more, you, can you hear me? Hello? Now? Sorry, Bloody. Yeah, now, just Hello? speak. Just speak. Uh, can just you hear- speak, Bloody. Okay, so basically, what I'm when I say when I'm talking about the French Revolution, yes, I'm speaking historically. I'm going to extreme north. I'm not going to go actually do it, but of course, if the but thing gets worse, I, that's that. what I would see. That's what I would see. Yeah. yeah, but that has nothing to do with the Bible. That has to do with the French Revolution for crying out loud. That's a historical. Yeah, fact. but your reasons for wanting that to happen that's are partly conflating. based on the Bible. Took out their mor- no, he's conflating. Monarch. Go, go ahead. Sorry. No, not at all. Not at all. If, if anything, I, I cannot even speak for the Bible in the sense because when God talks about killing, it's talking that about the national level, state level. Like, thou shalt not kill. I cannot go do and uh, uh, violate that. If I did, I'd be contradicting what I just said about going out there and putting people under the guillotine. Uh, I would be totally going against uh, the, the Bible. Why? Because I'm not a, uh, in the state. I have no state power in the, any type of government function, and I don't have no right to do that. Now, if that were to be ha- happening, it would totally be a revolution. It would not be according to the Bible because the Bible does not promote revolution. It is not a socialist book, does not promote things like that. I would be doing it on my own accord. Even God would probably be mad to a certain extent. Why? Because I would like to flush out the evil, the corruption. But that's not the only way. That's like the most extreme in the last resort. Does the Constitution of the United States allow for that? I believe it does. It, it does for the tree of liberty to be refreshed. You have to do what you have to do to keep... Why did we have a- okay, all right, guys. That's, that's, that's it. There's two di- different perspectives. And my understanding of communism and of progressive socialism today is that they were the ones who were volleying the embargo of medicine to people in this country. They were the ones who were limiting tra- travel transportation. They were the ones who were telling us that you, unless you do what we want... Under this emergency edict government, you shall not get food, you shall not get medicine, you shall not, and you shall be sanctioned. We will throw you off your, of your employment. They were the people who were doing this to us. Now, I don't have any natural enmity 
towards progressive socialists. But when they did this to me, I understood that when what, they get the power, I should not give them any more. What do you mean? What do you mean? What was the mandate that like kept? Okay, you there were from... several mandates. I lived in Western Washington, sir, mm-hmm. yeah. and there they had they had vaccine passports. Right for travel to go into to bez- to go into businesses. Okay, yeah. and that that created a functional embargo or a sanction to get things that I need. All right. It also created an identity program that was more comprehensive based on a, on an illegal identitarian mandate, okay, which I'm always against because those things are used for nothing but embargoes and that's what they were used for. Okay, so I can't I can't ever be in favor of that. Okay, but the the government and the prevailing government that was using that were were the liberal progressive democrats. And so they shall not be forgiven until they stop. So we can't continue to have that. We can't say, you know, people are are without facts or they are lying because they disagree with us. That's not the that's not the way it is. They have different perspectives and no. they have legitimate grievances that have gone unacknowledged by the government, but because they are not the prevailing class that agrees or goes along with the collective uh you can't you can't just say they're not people anymore no, or that they don't have rights anymore i'm saying when bloody mm-hmm. when bloody makes a case for uh bringing out guillotines in the street and half of his reason for doing so is that mm-hmm. they're drinking baby blood i'm gonna ask for a lot of evidence from that guy uh, and I you don't... know what i think you're really <laughs> taking a lot of hyperbole i'm, and, I'm taking and, and literally like, you know the words like, that came oh out God, of his he's mouth so invalid he's so invalid he said drinking he said baby outrageous things he said, he said outrageous baby blood. things Oh my God! Let's throw I take everything he says their in word. the toilet because he said outrageous things that had nothing to do with what the conversation. Do words not mean. have meaning? They have meaning, but they yes. have context as well. Yeah, and his context was a righteous revolution. And I didn't they... take it very seriously. And he he also I clarified bet he... his remarks, <laughs> which you also threw out that he clarified his remarks. He's not going to go out and 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 do extreme measures because of his other belief system. So it's it's how you want to take it. Now, when we yeah, leave this program today, you will say, you know, I, I can rely on you and, and people in your political faction to say, what goes no, on on no. this program Don't is there's an advocacy faction. for violence and beheadings on this program, and you should shut them down and take their what? voice away because they are, they are anti-vaccine and they won't go along with the powers. Okay, I can rely on you to do that because that what? is what they did. I can rely on you to do that because that is exactly what the people in your political faction have done to us. Now that you're just making – you don't even know what political faction I'm you in. You said you were a liberal. No, I didn't. In I Canada's said I'm left-leaning. I said left-leaning? I also said okay, I didn't, I didn't like know. Trudeau. Would you like to clarify? Well, not really. I don't think it's really important. You just made a bunch of assumptions about me in order – I mean you just you just did what you – got angry about people doing you made well, a bunch I mean, of assumptions I asked you about to clarify me. just in case i'm wrong about well, that. no you said i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna like advertise that nobody should listen to your show based on well things. i mean that's what that's what progressive democrats do that's what they okay. did that's All what right. they did and if that's not you then then you know it doesn't apply to you thank you i appreciate that <laughs> if that's not you it doesn't apply to you <laughs> oh yeah i i think i said my piece i mean okay, i'll, thanks, I'll jump in another time Okay, we we can do it another time. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty ticked off about all that all that sanctioning that happened. 
So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap it there. Guys, thank you for joining. It's past 1.30. We went a long time today, so an hour and a half. Thank you for, for airing it out. Um, we'll, we'll do it again sometime on, on the spontaneity. All right. We'll Till next time. Yeah. <laughs>